Hello, and welcome to the American Association for Respiratory Care's Industry Insights, where we talk with industry leaders in respiratory care and get a sneak peek into how they're working to improve the quality of care in respiratory care profession. I'm Timothy Myers, Chief Business Officer at the AARC, and will serve as your host for this podcast series. Since 1947, the ARC has been leading the effort to advance the respiratory care profession and promote high-quality, cost-effective, patient-centric respiratory care. The respiratory care profession is ever-growing and evolving thanks in part to industry leaders. Their innovative developments help to improve patient care and patient outcomes. Today's Industry Insight podcast will highlight Ventec Life Systems. Joining me today is Chris Brooks, the Chief Strategy Officer. Welcome to today's 2020 Industry Insight podcast. Great to be here, Tim. Thank you. So, Chris, uh, you guys are a relatively new company on the scene uh, into the respiratory product line. So why don't you start off, Chris, telling us a little bit about uh, Ventec Life Systems' mission and philosophy and how it revolves around integrated respiratory care and or products. Absolutely. Ventec Life Systems is based in Bothell, Washington, just north of Seattle, Washington. We do all of our design, development, and manufacturing here of a device called Voxin. Voxin stands for uh, the five devices that it actually replaces. It is a critical care ventilator, a six liter per minute oxygen concentrator, a touch button cough assist device, a high pressure suction device, and a high performance nebulizer. All five of those are traditionally five separate devices that have different accessories, power cords, batteries, um, usage instructions. Uh, Voxin combines all of that into a single 18-pound device that's about the size of your average ventilator today. It can provide both invasive and non-invasive ventilation across all of your traditional pressure control, volume control, and other modes of ventilation. Um, And it works for pediatric and adult patients from hospital to home. We truly wanted to design one device that had that critical care functionality to take care of patients in the hospital, but also was very easy to use for patients and caregivers across the care continuum and into the home. So you think about the thousands of ventilator patients uh, across the United States who are being managed by a mom or dad or a family member in the home. And so we have a very easy to use touchscreen on the device that works much more like a cell phone than a complicated medical device uh, to make that device very easy to use for patients and caregivers in the home, but again, also has that uh, critical care component so that it can move with patients as they move across the care continuum. When we talk about that typical home care patient and the caregivers, you know, we've often heard from them that, you know, it's not just a ventilated patient. We've got to take the suction machine and we've got to take the nebulizer machine. And and so in today's society, it it addresses that one-stop shopping all in one integrated device. And not only is it a convenience package, so to speak, but it's a highly functioned machine that delivers that and so much more. So let's let's talk a little bit more about Vox and then and the types of technologies there, uh, what maybe lies in the road ahead and, and where you see your device going. Yeah, absolutely. So integrated respiratory care presents a lot of opportunities, not just in making something smaller and integrated together, uh, but it also opens up the doors for better care for patients. So Voxin is the only integrated medical device that exists. There are uh, other devices that might combine a therapy delivery device and a monitor. If you think about the continuous glucose monitor, you're monitoring and then delivering the insulin. Voxin is taking five different therapy delivery systems, ventilation, oxygen, cough, suction, and NEV, and combining them into one single device. And so patients now, um, it's easier for them to be compliant with their care. Again, if you take that home care situation, 
and a typical ventilator patient, they might be leaving the house for an hour and they and their caregivers might make the conscious decision to leave the cough assist or the suction pump behind because they're only gonna be gone for an hour. Now they have all of those therapies with them. It's easier for them to administer those therapies. They're not having to disconnect the patient. Think of cough therapy, having to disconnect from the ventilator that creates a lot of anxiety for the patient and a lot of anxiety and work for the caregiver as well to then connect to the cough assist, do the cough therapy, and then hopefully somebody remembers to reconnect the patient back to the ventilator. Now with Voxin, you have all of those therapies with you at all times, and literally at the press of a button without having to disconnect the circuit, the patient could go from ventilation to cough and then right back to ventilation, just like you and I cough in between breaths. So it allows for much more efficient and effective care for those patients. Um, and the integration presents a lot of opportunity as well to be able to holistically look at the patient, understand how they're administering all of these therapies and be able to create customized care plans for them to better manage their care. And if you think about, you know, what does integration mean? You know, we, we see it everywhere in our lives. You can go into a kitchen and you can have a, your refrigerator order more food for you or the little devices in our pockets um, that mimic our phone and our web browser and our camera and our contacts, all of that integration hasn't really made its way to medical devices for a whole host of reasons, which is part of a separate podcast in and of itself. But um, with Voxin, it opens up a lot, of, a lot of doors for much better care, but it also presents some challenges. And so Voxin was FDA cleared in 2017, um, but when you think about how we buy and sell medical devices, how we manage the equipment, how we train individuals, how it's reimbursed. All of that is built on a system that's predicated upon one single device to do one single function. So you think about reimbursement in home care, for example, you can have one device, but you can't bill multiple billing codes against that device, that's fraud. So when you take Voxin, which has multiple billing codes inherently built into the device, we had to work with CMS to come out with a new reimbursement code, uh, which they did at the beginning of 2019, E0467, uh, which allows the home care providers, the DMEs, to bill for a single device. Um, so they're now buying one device, managing one device, and billing one code and providing integrated respiratory care to their patients. So this was a big sea change. It really changes the game and you know, both the economics as well as how patients are managed in the home. And it's just another example of how integrated care can streamline care for for both the patient and the caregiver. And you know, the caregiver piece is really important to us. You know, we wanna make sure we have a really high functioning device to provide good therapy for the patients. Uh, but we also wanna make sure that we have an easy to use device that you know, caregivers, whether they're family members or DMEs or even the pulmonologists in the hospital or the respiratory therapists, we want it to be easy to use. We want it to improve their life as well. So when you think about you know, this past year, there's been a lot of focus on respiratory care and ventilators, and most importantly, respiratory therapists. On a good day, there aren't enough respiratory therapists to take care of all the ventilator patients that we need, let alone during a respiratory pandemic like COVID. And so uh, having an easy to use device like Voxin allows other medical professionals to assist in the management of ventilator patients still under the care of you know, respiratory therapists or pulmonologists, but making these devices easier to use and more accessible uh, so that more people can manage the care uh, for these patients. Well, Chris, I, I think you touched on a number of things there that as a 34-year 
veteran respiratory therapist. That's music to my ear. So you're talking about quality. You're talking about not only the patient, but the caregiver. And you're talking about integration across the continuum of care. And so, you know, I think traditionally, a lot of us thought when we saw the Voxen come out, we really thought, hey, that's really unique and cool to a home patient that maybe wants to be a little bit more mobile. But you're talking across the continuum of care. So we're going to come back because I want you to talk a little bit more about that and what maybe lies in the road ahead. But the other thing I want you to to try to tell us a little bit more about is the role of patients and caregivers, because you keep saying patient and caregiver. So I got to believe that you've done a lot of interactions with that group to learn a little bit more about their needs, their barriers, and those types of things in, in moving this product forward. Absolutely. Our, our team is made up of a bunch of individuals who have been involved in respiratory care and, and specifically ventilation for decades. So many of the devices that are on the market today that are in patients' homes or in hospitals were developed by our engineers. And you know, many of them have a, a particular a family member or personal story to a ventilator user. And the whole genesis of the company really came from look, a ventilator patient is much more than just a ventilator. They need other pieces of equipment to do what you and I do naturally every second of every day, which is breathe, but we're not only moving air in and out of our lungs, uh, we're likely, uh, we're either absorbing oxygen or we're taking a medication like a nebulizer, or for a ventilator patient, you're having to keep those airways free and clear of secretions. So cough therapy or suction are your options there. And so these patients are constantly switching back and forth between these different devices. Um, it's really complex and uh, stressful for them and the caregiver. And so we literally started from a blank slate to say, a ventilator patient's more than a ventilator. So what do we need to combine with the ventilator to make this care easy? And then we went to patients and caregivers and said, what are your pain points? What don't you like? What would you do differently? And we heard from them, you know, we want to see these things combined. We don't want to juggle multiple devices. We don't want to have to have multiple circuits. We want it all in one and we want it to be easy to use and seamless. And so we started with that as the beginning. This wasn't, uh, let's take an existing product and try to make some iterations. Let's build something from the ground up. Let's make it smaller, more energy efficient, and let's make all of the components work together. We didn't invent any new therapies here. I think some, sometimes folks will look at Boxin and say, well, that's a new therapy, you know, we don't wanna try that. It's still ventilation, oxygen, cough suction, and that went through the FDA 510K process saying that it's like for like as good or better than those traditional pieces of equipment that you're using. But the integration is really the secret sauce. And that's where you can provide uh, the more effective and more efficient care. You can reduce a lot of the stress uh, and burden on the caregiver. Um, and we slept in patients' homes and we've slept in long-term care facilities and we've talk to patients and caregivers and continually get feedback and continually iterate on the device. And so whether that's a new feature in the operating system uh, to make it easier and quicker to get from one therapy to the next, or whether that's rolling out multi-view, which is our ability to look at all five therapies. And you can literally walk right up to the device and see how frequently this patient's been doing cough therapy and at what pressures you're using suction therapy and how long they've used their nebulizer and what's going on with their oxygen and usage and how frequently are they getting alarms? When are they getting those alarms? You can know a lot about the patient just from looking at the screen on their Voxin device. Whereas right now that would require a 10, 15 minute conversation with the patient and their fleet of caregivers to understand how their care is being administered. So we continue to iterate on the device. We rolled out high flow therapy as well. 
um, at the beginning of this year, which actually uh, was really helpful uh, coming right into COVID. We actually rolled it out before COVID. Um, initially, it wasn't indicated for use for the treatment of COVID patients and is now a, um, playing a large role as it is just in general ventilation respiratory care to either head off the need for intubation in a ventilator or to help wean patients off of the ventilator, um, having high flow therapy without having to have a separate device, having that integrated with Voxin um, really has a big impact again in saving space and making care more efficient for patients. Well, and, and I think that's an interesting point. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's been a while since I've put shoes or foot in, in, in the ICU, but I know that used to be a source of frustration. And, and we've talked about this continuum of care that, you know, you start off with a non-invasive uh, machine and then you got to bring a ventilator in. And in, in my case, being from the pediatric world, maybe a high frequency, and then you got to back the high frequency out and bring the ventilator back in or non-invasive. And you're constantly, you know, like like a moving equipment in and out. And, and you're trying to address that a, as a bigger spectrum out of one device you know, you, you keep talking about integration and the importance of integration to the culture and mission and the importance of Ventec life systems. What lies on the road ahead? I mean, without giving away trade secrets, where are you guys looking or what are you thinking about next? Sure. We like to say um, we want caregivers to spend more time managing patients and less time managing equipment. That's probably the easiest way to boil this down. I think exactly what you described is the life of a respiratory therapist and quite honestly, the life of most medical professionals. You feel like an equipment jockey moving all of this equipment in and out. And you have already a very limited amount of time to be able to spend talking to the patient and managing their care. And so we want to try to make the technology blend into the background so that you can focus first and foremost on the patient. And that's not to say that you know caregivers today and respiratory therapists today aren't focused on the patient, quite the opposite. But we want to empower them to be able to spend more time on patients and less time on equipment. So uh, one of the ways we're doing that is with multi-view. So I briefly mentioned this is basically our ability to connect all five of these therapies, which are, we've already done in one device, but to do so in a way that you can holistically monitor the patient. So if you think about care today, you can get data from your ventilator and understand what's going on with your breath rate and your pressure and your volumes from your patient, but you really have no information about you know, what's going on with their oxygen or how frequently are they doing suction and at what pressures and how frequently are they using their nebulizer. All of that is anecdotal based on conversations with the patients or the caregivers or paper chart notes. Now we have all of that data in one device. And so we can export that to the cloud. We can serve that up in a very easy to use one page report. And I can very quickly, if I'm a pulmonologist meeting with a patient who's uh, under my care living in the home, they come in once every three months and I can immediately see, hey, what happened this week? Why weren't you using your cough therapy? Or, hey, you're doing really good. You're using your cough therapy and that's reducing your oxygen consumption because you're getting better clearance with the lung, with your uh, airways. You can begin to see those trends and patterns. You can build customized care plans for the patients. And again, you spend less time talking to them about how often are you using your nebulizer and more time talking to them about, you know, better techniques for, you know, managing their care in the home. So, we're very excited about Multiview. We rolled that out at the very end of last year. COVID obviously has taken a precedent over what's going on this year, but the beginning of next year, we'll roll out the ability to pull that information remotely through cellular network from Voxin so that you can manage patients better in the home, whether you're a home health company or you're a pulmonologist trying to understand what's going on uh, with your patients uh, outside of the hospital. 
Yeah, I, I think you touched on something there that, that, you know, I used to state back in my clinical days that, you know, ventilation in a lot of regards is ventilation. There's always going to be nuances and enhancements as we move forward. But as a clinician, I really want to know monitoring. I want to see what's going on with the patient. I want big data, so to speak, so that I can help manage that patient better. That is critical in today's ICUs, but it has been almost impossible uh, outside of intensive care units in subacute care, uh, nursing homes, and even the patient's own homes. And it sounds like that is the track where you guys are, are going is to integrate not only those devices now out of a single machine, but also providing the monitoring and the big data to enhance the care, not to enhance the technology. Exactly. And, and it's a fine line. And we recognize that information overload is also a concern, right? You know, a lot of devices are now connected and uh, physicians or respiratory therapists don't have time to look at all of this information and data. So not only, you know, we don't have to spend time trying to connect these devices because it's all connected and integrated into one. And so we can spend all of our time and focus on how do we make that information as useful and actionable as possible for the caregiver. So how do we, you know, bring it up in a high level summary, but allow you to do a deep dive into a specific part of the data as needed. And um, I think we've begun to solve that with MultiView. We'll continue to iterate on that as we are with the device based on the feedback that we get from clinicians, again, across the care continuum. So uh, whether that's uh, pulmonologists in the hospital or long-term care facilities or home health agencies taking care of patients in the home, uh, we're going to continue to get that feedback and make changes. But uh, we're quite excited about just launching MultiView immediately, you know, leapfrogs the data that's available right now, if you are just looking at the ventilator data, you have a very small window into what's going on with the patient. Every ventilator patient needs at least one of these other devices, if not two or three, regardless of their care condition. So if you don't have an insight into how they're using that equipment, it's really difficult. You're just kind of looking at the, the tail end of the result by looking at their ventilator data, as opposed to knowing what is the driving uh, reason why you're seeing uh, that respiratory rate drop or those pressures uh, go up. Uh, now you'll be able to see that because you can holistically look at the patient across all five therapies. Well, I think that is the right track, and, and we're looking for more exciting things uh, uh, from Voxen and, and Ventec Life Systems. Hey, it's, it's 2020, and, and we probably can't get out of 2020 uh, without talking about politics and COVID. So let's stay away from politics, and let's really talk about COVID. And what types of opportunities or challenges has COVID-19 really brought to, to Ventec Life Systems this year? Yeah, absolutely. It's been a, a challenging uh, year for everyone, regardless of uh, what you do and where you are, I think particularly for the respiratory care space, um, respiratory therapists who have been overworked and still to this day are on the front lines battling this pandemic. Uh, we know a lot more now than we did at the beginning of the year, but there are still many unknowns. Um, one thing that we do know is that a patient with COVID who ends up in full respiratory distress will need a ventilator. Um, certainly we want to mitigate the, the need and the use of a ventilator as much as possible. But we know that ventilator usage this year has dramatically increased uh, over many years prior. And we saw this coming very early on in the pandemic back in February. Uh, we saw what was going on in Wuhan. We knew that you know, there was a matter of time before this uh, came to the US. Uh, we happened to be in Seattle where the first case uh, was um, at a nursing home facility just less than 10 miles down the road. And so 
we were acutely aware of the need and talking to respiratory therapists and pulmonologists across the country and home health companies, understanding what they were hearing. And we knew that we would need to ramp up our manufacturing. We knew that we had a very unique solution that combined all of the needs for a ventilator patient and an easy to use device that was portable, that could work in an ICU and it could work in a hospital gymnasium. And you know, thankfully we, we didn't really get to the point where we had to have massive triage centers. We certainly set them up in many cities, but we knew that we had a very unique solution. And so A, we wanted to educate uh, the country and really the world about what is a ventilator. You know, it's more than just a device that moves air and out, air in and out of the lungs. It needs to do so in a very precise manner. If you overinflate or underinflate the lungs, you can cause significant harm or death to the patient. So just having a bag squeezing device, yeah, certainly is better than nothing, but you truly need a critical care ventilator. And beyond just a ventilator, you need somebody to operate that ventilator and you need all this other equipment for those patients as well. They might need oxygen, they need secretion clearance. And so this was more than just, we need more ventilators. We need a holistic solution here to um, properly respond to this pandemic. So we, we knew that while we were growing quickly month over month and we were expanding our production capacity that uh, the need was gonna be far beyond what we could incrementally do. And so um, we were very public in trying to educate uh, the country about respiratory care and what we knew to be true about ventilation and, uh, and the need for ventilators. And in doing so, we fielded calls from a wide variety of partners, uh, major corporations, wealthy individuals who were all looking in the early days of the pandemic back in February, March, looking for ways to help. And obviously the need for ventilators was a big topic of that conversation. We had a lot of these um, partnership, potential partnership calls and one of them happened to be with General Motors. You know, for us, our needs were getting more parts. Uh, you can't build more ventilators without parts. The supply chain was really uh, stressed and it was increasing our manufacturing capacity. Uh, General Motors has a supply network around the world. They have thousands of people who are part of their supply chain and they understand manufacturing at scale. They're building you know, a truck every 40 to 50 seconds. And so they were a natural fit for us. And we went from a phone call, an introductory phone call in the middle of March to standing up a brand new production facility in Kokomo, Indiana at one of their old car manufacturing facilities from in one month from that phone call to uh, 30 days thereafter producing off the line Voxen ventilators to go to frontline healthcare professionals in Chicago and Indiana. And in that process, uh, you know, got an order for 30,000 ventilators for the U.S. Strategic National Stockpile, um, the largest order that was completed for the stockpile. And now Voxen is the uh, device that is the go-to device for the stockpile today. So those devices are still, unfortunately, being distributed to uh, states across the country. The need is still there. States are still requesting support from the U.S. government. In addition to selling to the U.S. government, obviously, we were already supporting our customers in the hospital and the long-term care and the home care space. Uh, you know, we were saying that the need for a ventilator patient or an ALS patient who now needs a ventilator, that need for a vent was just as acute as a patient in New York uh, with COVID. And so we had to balance that need. It was very challenging, but our goal was to make as many ventilators as we could as quickly as possible to respond to the need and arm frontline medical professionals with the tools that they needed to save lives. And you know, I think we were successful in that. That process is still ongoing. We're not out of the woods yet. 
uh, but certainly uh, we have produced tens of thousands of ventilators this year and will continue to do so as long as the need persists. And uh, hopefully the vaccine and social distancing and mask covering, uh, you know, facial coverings will, will help reduce the spread and uh, the need for ventilators will continue to be less and less, but uh, we stand ready to continue to support in that effort and you know, are extremely proud of the partnership with GM and that singular mission that we were able to kind of come together in record time and produce a quality critical care ventilator that we know was used on COVID patients and properly supported them, uh, as well as our team members who never took a day off, never took a day working from home uh, in the middle of the epicenter of the pandemic here in Seattle, Washington. We continued to come to work and to implement safety precautions here to sanitize common touch areas and temperature screening and face masks and everything we could to keep our employees safe so that they could step up to the challenge that 2020 presented. And you know, certainly it was a great opportunity for us to talk about the unique solution of Voxin. Uh, but first and foremost, it was really an opportunity for us to um, support those frontline medical professionals who truly are the heroes uh, of 2020 and uh, hopefully uh, in, into 2021, but hopefully we get a handle on this thing sooner rather than later. Well, I think that's great. And you did mention the stockpile, and, and I, I'd be hesitant to not state that ARC, again, will be providing all the education in early 2021 on all those stockpile ventilators and the new ones that have been added with the, the recent pandemic. So, Chris, I want to take this opportunity to thank you and your colleagues at Ventec Life Systems for sharing a little bit about the history, your mission, your philosophy, the roadmap of your company uh, with us on Industry Insights Podcast today. Thank you, Tim. Thanks for listening to the ARC's Industry Insights. Be sure to check our show notes page for links to our featured guests as well as other podcast episodes. Be the first to know when our next episode airs by subscribing to our podcast. Until the next time, my friends, keep on supporting the respiratory therapy profession and stay safe.